Experience Action Let's stop just talking about customer experience, employee experience, and the experience of leaders. Let's turn ideas into action. Your host, Jeannie Walters, is an award-winning customer experience expert, international keynote speaker, and founder of Experience Investigators, a strategic consulting firm helping companies increase sales and customer retention through elevated customer experiences. Ready, set, action. One, two, What? It's another Experience Action Podcast already? Yes, it is. And I'm so happy you're here. I'm Jeannie Walters, and we have a great question that I'm really excited to get into. We've got some great examples for you today. So listen in. Hi, Jeannie. I've heard you say that CX can help an organization innovate, but CX seems really reactive. Can you share any ways to tie CX with innovation? Thanks for all you do. Oh, I love this. I love connecting innovation and staying ahead of the competitive market by investing in the right areas in customer experience. So when I talk about what we call experiential innovation, what does that really mean? Well, what we say is that that is really all of innovation and all of the disruptors that have been successful in the last several decades, frankly. If you think about the disruptors in the industries who really made things happen, they were focusing on experience, not really products or cost or anything like that. So the disruptors that we all think of, the Ubers and the Airbnbs and even Amazon and Zappos and all of those focused on the experience for customers rather than products. So what we do when we're working with clients is actually talk about how can you be your own disruptor? And the way to do that is to focus on innovation around the customer experience, which sounds great, but what does that really mean? Well, there are a couple things we can do here. One is that we want to make sure that we are looking for ways to actually respond and react to the powerful feedback that we get from customers. So for example, the rapid advancement of technology and how fast things are changing means that our expectations as customers are changing and everything is becoming more and more competitive. Now, you look back on a few of the innovators and the disruptors, and one of the ones that I want to highlight is Spotify. Because what they did was instead of just kind of releasing music that it was up to the user to find, it was up to the user to organize, which is kind of how it had always been. They said, you know what, we're going to personalize this experience because we know how to do that. So they created these personalized playlists for us, right? And that really set it apart, set it apart from its competitors by consistently focusing on the individual user. And they could do that because of their technology. So what that tells us is, you know, anybody who has something in their Spotify called Discover Weekly, which I have, uh, that's really created by an algorithm that generates that unique playlist for each user every week. Now, they did this because they understand their customers and their habits and their desires. And they can do that both through operational feedback, which is how our customers actually using the app. So what are they liking? What are they passing on? All of those things. What are they searching for? As well as any customer feedback that they gather as well. So they use those to create these algorithms that really serve up very personalized experience. Genius! 
Another innovative disruptor that I've always been a fan of is Warby Parker. Now this is pretty common. They created a category in a way. Because before Warby Parker, you had to go to the eye doctor, you had to order your glasses a certain way. They came from one or two suppliers, this is true, that only had access to those different optical shops and folks like that. So there wasn't really a direct-to-consumer way to do this. Warby Parker said, that's silly, why don't we do that? Let's address this specific pain point. So they recognized that consumers were frustrated with the high prices and lack of convenience associated with purchasing prescription glasses. So one of the things I love about this idea is that they didn't say we're going to do your eye exams. There are now facilities that I believe do that. But in the beginning, they said, go get your eye exam. Cool. Get your prescription and then talk to us about ordering your glasses. They also developed the innovative home try-on program that allowed customers to select five pairs of glasses to be shipped to their homes for free and then try them on, get feedback from friends and family and decide on their favorite pair. And now there are other things out there now like virtual try-on programs. And again, Warby Parker is not the only one who's delivering on this, but this was really what set them apart. And so now they've continued to innovate on that. So even as they get copied, even as other organizations come forward and say, you can order our glasses glasses from us, what happens is they continue with their innovations. So with that virtual try-on app, like I talked about, and then also they do have now in-house eye exams and they have retail locations. So they're kind of figuring out what is the need today and continuing to respond to that. Another great brand, Lego. They've done a great job with this too. So they have their Lego ideas platform. So people who are just Lego users, fans, can submit their own designs for new Lego sets. So when are we going to get the Experience Action Studio Lego set? That would be pretty cool, right? Lego Genie? Oh, I would love that. Anyway, what they do is they really gauge the interests and desires of their audience by not just checking in with them, but they have these events around the world. They have relationships. They kind of show you who their designers are. And so people reach out to them personally. It has led to all these really cool ideas because what happens is fans say, you know what we want? We want the um, Lego version of Central Perk Friends, right? From Friends. And they will you know, if it's popular enough, and if they get enough feedback that that's what people want, they will go ahead and develop that. And so that's led to things with like Doctor Who and the Beatles. It's really cool what Lego is doing. And they're always innovating around that. They also have different kits for different levels. And they started realizing years ago that Legos weren't just for kids, they had adult enthusiasts. So they actually developed a whole program around these adult enthusiasts. So lots of cool stuff going on with that. But I also want to let you know that this isn't just, you know, B2C. Sometimes when we talk about innovation, it's very easy to find that. But I think there are also great B2B examples out there. They're a little harder to find. But one that I think is worth exploring is talking about Slack. Now, we use this at Experience Investigators. We use it as a team where we communicate about different projects and client work and everything else. And I'm sure many of you listening use Slack as well. And really, it was a new way to talk about business communication. It's, it's a platform, if you will, that really has allowed 
teams to collaborate and communicate in a different way in a digital workplace. And so what that means is that they had to not just offer the platform, but also figure out how are customers using this? What do they want? What do they not know they want? And so they have really focused on driving the development of features and integrations. And I think that's important here for B2B because we live in a world that is demanding coopetition. <laughs> that's a hard word to say. So essentially, we all kind of have to work together because we live in a very connected world. And sometimes we have to reach out to competitors. We have to work with them in order to solve bigger problems. The example with Slack is that they realize like, okay, we can't offer all the things to everyone, but what we can do is make integrations easier so that when people are communicating and using other business tools or video and things like that, we want to make that super easy within our platform. And then they also have been really out there about committing themselves to improving the experience and so they introduced Slack huddles in 2021. And those are for those spontaneous audio conversations because they realized, especially in the whole 2020, 2021 era, when a lot of people were working remotely for the first time, they realized that people craved that way of yelling across the office or bumping into somebody at the water cooler. So that was one of the ways that they responded to that. And I like this example because if you look at their success, what's happened with with Slack is that as they've invested in responding to what customers need through real innovation and by trying things, right? Not everything is going to be successful. That's what innovation is about. It's about trying those different things on, looking for those ideas where you can and staying ahead of the competitors. So when we look at what Slack's done, they had a 39% increase from the previous year in 2021. And then they were acquired by Salesforce, by the way, for $27.7 billion. So I would say that's a success. But you know, you might have different standards. So anywho, I think that this is so powerful. And the way that you can do this as a CX leader is to really look at, okay, are we leveraging the feedback that we're getting in the right way? Are we marrying that operational data with that experiential data with that feedback data? And what are we willing to really invest in when it comes to the experience versus products? Because if we can get the right investment in the experience and the journey for customers, then it pays off in huge dividends when it comes to innovation. So I hope this helps. I hope this inspires you to think big about what you can do and how you can innovate around customer experience. That's where it's at. I'm so excited. All right, everybody, always good to hear these questions from you. So please keep them coming. Of course, the voicemail is speakpipe.com slash experience action. And I can't wait to answer your question next. Thanks, everybody. To learn more about our strategic approach to experience, check out free resources at experienceinvestigators.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, our Year of CX program, and more. And please follow me, Jeannie Walters, on LinkedIn.